0: Hello, hello everybody and welcome back to the Long Run live streaming podcast from the 40 Runs Running Community. I'm Ian Wilkerson. I am joined by Question Master Alan, producer Toby, Mr Chris Ford, founder of the group himself and our good friend Mr Eddie George is here with us this week for another action-packed edition action-packed we've got so much if we've got so much stuff you couldn't shake a stick at it there's so much going on and uh, i must chris i must start with the big news that we are officially the second biggest running podcast in slovakia
3: yeah stop the news stop the press people this is official right we are the second biggest podcast in slovakia i got sent it in an email today Uh, where else what else are we? we we're very popular somewhere else as well it's like third in Norway. Third in Norway. Third in, in Norway. The Norwegians love us in the long run. And I think we was number five or four running podcasts in the UK. Yeah, so our, our little brilliant. old podcast yes, for real people, not going out there and getting all these elite people and all that stuff. They've got a place obviously elsewhere. But um try making it a little bit more relatable to hopefully everybody else out there. Uh, we are so pleased that you guys are digging it and we are so thankful that you are downloading it and tuning in every week so a massive thank you from me and if you don't mind boys from the rest of the team and, and all the guests that have been on huge yeah. huge huge love for for listening downloading watching all that kind of stuff it's 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 amazing we so say we started this podcast to get real sort of everyday runners out there their voice out there and um yeah we, i'm just blown away but more importantly that we're number two in Slovakia or Slovenia. If yeah, you're there, from though,
0: it Bratislava way, we'd love to hear from you. What's been going on down there? I did have a look. There's no park runs in um, Slovakia, which I think has made it even more impressive. It's that we've we, should start, we should start and we're, actually, we're actually the 16th most downloaded sports cu- um, podcast in that country. So behind a shed load of um, ice hockey, probably. And then there's yeah. us, for some reason. Then there's we're the loose winning... Us.
3: There's the loose women of the running world podcasts as we keep getting known as. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's quite yeah,
0: That's a subject. Yeah, okay, it's brilliant.
3: It's
0: brilliant so, Chris, how's your week been, mate? There's loads happening?
3: Um, yeah, I've not. Had, I, I'll be. I'll be frank and I'll be honest. I've not had a brilliant week. I've had a lot of stress. I've had a lot of struggles this week, made worse by uh, stuff I can control. Stuff by you know individuals that you know add stress that sometimes to your life uh, and bits and bobs um that outside of everything I do but I this morning it was great I got up a reset I went for a run um, I tuned into the old Chris Country big shout out to them and I, yeah I just hit the reset button because I, I always look forward on a Friday to this uh and then to the weekend with the long run and park run and also on Sunday we're taking over junior park run at Hartford. so that's going to be incredible you know 150 kids are uh, going to be running around there we've got some amazing marshals uh, who volunteers from the club who are giving up their time to come down and marshal at that event we've got amanda who's uh, run director down there giving giving us a helping hand to get along yeah, to that she's as well
0: so, Tuesday, Hartford, it's, it's gonna
3: be great so that's yeah i kind of hit the reset button today after what was a, what was an awful week and i would just say uh on a serious note because we do muck about a lot on here and and you know you know it is important that you know, to check on people, to make sure they are okay, because sometimes they aren't. And Al was kind enough. He popped around earlier yesterday, give me a bit of a pet talk, and it made a huge difference. So check in on your mates. You know, text someone maybe you've not spoken to for a while. Just text them and say, how are you doing? And, mm-hmm. and just check in on them, right? Because some people may be struggling and they may not be saying it. So I said, I was lucky enough. Al popped around yesterday and... um a bit of a kick up the butt, so that was quite nice. It's also so a funny
0: cool. time of year, isn't it? Because I mean, this is going to be the first one of these that we finish in the dark, you know. So mm. it's a funny time of year, and lots of things are getting on top of people. Obviously, lots of people now are training for; they get to the business end of their training plans and things like that. So that's going mm. to have a psychological it's effect tough. on. Uh, their and there's a lot of
3: crazy stuff going on. A lot of crazy stuff, petrol mm. queues, diesel queues. Yeah, and I, the... I
0: can't think of a better way to spend an hour queuing for your petrol than listening to us. Though, Listen you know? to the Long Run
3: Podcast, totally agree with you. Man. And I say on a lighter note, I think that's where we where we sort of crack on from. Um, just to give everybody an update, uh, I've still not had the full refund from Adidas, just to keep you posted. My friends in South Africa have still not sent that through. So hashtag don't buy from Adidas. Uh, and the other thing, we did have an email in from Richard Head. This week who was asking um, whether it was Alan who was with me eating those chocolate hobnobs at club night. And I said, no, it wasn't. So don't worry, Alan. I looked after you on that front. The old vegan hobnobs. Oh, last shout out. And then I'll let you go. By the way, we've uh, thank you to everybody. What's the email address? Still don't know it. But thank you to everybody. Again, boys, massive, massive cock up this week. Not read any of the emails. And i just checked before we went on show, on live, and I've got seven sitting in my <laughs> oxygen from today. So, again, keep sending them in. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode of emails or something because it's getting to the point where we've got like five hours of content to do. But, yeah, I've got to give a shout out to artist underscore on underscore the underscore run on Instagram. She put a lovely post out this week about us and this show. And I just wanted to give some, some love to her as well because I really appreciate it. The shout out, and those posts, they make a big difference to me. They cheer me up when I'm down in the dumps. But anyway, I'm super excited. Now, like I say, after hitting the reset button this morning, and I can't wait to talk about Nike. I just can't wait. But we've got so much to get through. We'll come on to that in a bit. I'm going to
2: have
0: a chat with Eddie, because he's popped along and got the kindness of his art to help us out and uh, give us his um, opinions and um, outlook on all sorts of stuff. How are you doing, mate? How's things?
2: I, I'm very good at the moment. It is, I've had a Bit of a weird one outside of running this week, but it's been the first week of probably reduced miles, if you like, before London, so I've been filling my time up with ordering random running things and then sending them back and realising I don't need them, and um, I had a really, really good run, last last longish run yesterday at Marathon Pace, which was amazing, went really, really well, so just easing into it with nine days to go now before uh, Sunday week. So I mean- so, how many London's have you done, and how many marathons have you done, mate? So, this will be my second London, and I think my ninth marathon. Ninth, so, yeah, blimey! So, still what? what uh, I'm right.
0: <laughs> have you? Um, what's your? Um, what's your A target? What's your? Um, what's your goal? The
2: A target this time. And to be fair, like I was, someone spoke to me about this the other day, and I said to them, "So, I'm still not at the sub four area. I would say last year pre lockdown, I was." I, I didn't, weren't carrying so many pounds but my training didn't go as well this time my training's gone really really well but probably carrying a few too many pounds so mm. it's an interesting test to see if that works better than being lighter so
3: next sorry year, I, I didn't mean to agree yeah time. you're
0: carrying loads of pounds here Ed, you yeah, know, I was going to uh, say it's,
3: it's a, a bit strong it. yeah not, yeah, know, yeah he, he
0: is. is yeah cool yeah so your mate, so. yeah particularly coming from uh, Slim Jim 2021 <laughs> sat here in his flat in south London so um yeah it's um so have you done sub four before
2: no no I've bad, I've done I've got up to 20 at sub four pace if you like and then something's always happened whether that be a bathroom stop or just not not in it mind wise you know things have happened maybe, maybe next Sunday is the time the train is
0: yeah your time's yeah. coming mate your is time it, is, is it coming time? four.
3: Sub four is tough. I tell you what, for an everyday runner, it's, you know it's tough. It's like it's like a sub two half, isn't it? I mean, some people are just lucky enough. Like what's his face up in the corner there, annoying nuts, who just runs twenty miles and it's not. Like, he ain't even done nothing. But most people, we have to work bleeding hard to to do it right and to go sub four. is, is hard. I think it's more psychological than anything else. But sub two half as well. Um, it's really hard going, and I think you know. It's one of those things. But I think, like, you know, Ed works his, his guts out, to you know, and it's just it's just getting everything in line on the day and yeah. he'll probably end up running 3.45 or, or something stupid. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like Yeah, that. one
0: day he'll smash it, won't he? Yeah.
3: yeah it's like, it does happen. Understand. It
2: does happen. Sometimes it goes right, doesn't it? You know, when, I, when my half went down from, like, I ran a sub two, like, it took a couple of those, But when it went from that to one forty-five, it went just over, and I didn't know it was going to happen. So it does happen like that. Yeah, that's I've had good.
0: that with my. I've had that with park runs. You know, it took me ages to break half an hour, and now, you know, suddenly it just clicked, and I'm nearly doing twenty
3: five. I'm wetting <laughs> myself. Have you seen the? Have you seen I've the comment? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, if you're so, listening on the podcast, right, we've had an anonymous Facebook user, and I would stay anonymous, by the way. Good job, it's anonymous. <laughs> that's all. I get, And it's so. just said, <laughs> "Hang on." I honestly thought Alan and his his name spelt wrong. So it's even hilarious and more funny. And I know you didn't mean it was an OAP first time I've ever watched live. LOL, (laughs) ow, be fair, right? No, let's let's set the record straight because it's unfair, right? That we keep taking the mickey out of our every week. Al is actually 72 years old, he got a good forage for this year's London, and he's we get him every week from the home. And he comes out. He hasn't got an easy teeth or anything like that. So, we, so he gets fed before he comes on. And we get him only for an hour. But he's actually 72. And that is the truth-ish. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's probably the funniest thing I've seen all day out. Al. Hang on. I honestly thought Alan was actually an OAP. That's just quality. Oh, and um, Ian Wilson. Yes, uh, Toby's not an ultra, but I'm sending him to the island of Lundy. I'll talk to you about that another time. And Mel House, I saw a comment from Mel Howes, if anybody's going to the expo or running show or the non-COVID secure environment that the London Marathon events have said that you've got to go to next week, um, don't go where Mel's going because the chances are there'll be extra security on. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Hashtag, if it's not nailed down, Mel's having it. Um, right, should we get started with some questions? Have we got any or is it just banter coming through?
1: We've had a bit of banter. Um, yep. But we have had a question. Dare I say it from the vegan runner? <laughs> <laughs> you. I want to know what this put all that about is? Chris. So <laughs> shall I step in and, on your behalf? Yeah. No, no. It's a serious question. Obviously, you know, with um, marathon season well underway, um, it looks like he's targeting sub three. He's got a pretty strong <laughs> half time there. But yeah. if you're not regularly running a marathon, how do you know what your marathon pace is? How do you gauge it if you're not a regular runner over that distance?
3: Well, how do you gauge what your pace you're aiming for? I've got to go for sub three, but my plan really has me running at marathon. Well, depends what I mean, I, call, I don't necessarily, call, I think people say, it's, oh, it's marathon pace, but it's actually what your goal pace is really more than anything else. So it moves, it shifts from whatever your goal is. So if you're running a half marathon, you should be, you know, doing your work at goal pace. So a classic example, we were just talking about, you know, half marathon. Uh, it's easy, isn't it, to work it out. It's 5.40 per kilometre, 9.09, whatever it is, per mile. Um, that's your goal pace to go for your sub two. So I wouldn't necessarily use, say, marathon pace. Marathon pace is a little bit, yeah, it, it gets confusing, but I don't use marathon pace as, as a terminology. I, I refer to it as goal pace. So it all depends on what I'm going for. I mean, I don't know if you've got but, any isn't it just there? the same
0: thing. It's the same thing, isn't it?
3: Well, technically, well, because marathon pace effectively is slower than, or should be, to a degree, to a half marathon pace, let's say, because it's harder to maintain over the twenty six point two miles. That's why you know it's kind. I understand what he's trying to say, but I don't refer in my training plans that I write or the people I coach. I don't don't say to run at half marathon pace. I wouldn't say that. I would say run at goal pace. Do you see what I mean? So I think it's a slight. you know, just it's out of context more than anything else. There's no right or wrong way, by the way, to do this. Um, and, and in terms of gauging it, um, I would work out what I'm what I'm aiming for, and then and then go from there. Really, that's that's you know, so whatever your pace is for that sub three, uh, and then use that as your goal pace. That's that's how I would do it personally. I mean, Al, have you got anything to add to that, Ed? You're obviously and time qualified up as well, so I don't know if you want to add anything to that.
1: Yeah, in, in, I said if if you're into your stats, there's lots of stuff on the internet that will let you look at your. I think it's called race equivalence, isn't it? So if you know your five Ks and your ten Ks and your halves because you run those regularly, they'll they'll do a little calculation. And I think you know the, the rule of thumb is double your half and add twenty. So you know, work your way back. If you have got sub three, work your way back and and see where it lands you in terms of that minute mile pace or your kilometer pace.
3: Okay. Well hopefully that answered it. The vegan runner. And Rachel asked, What's my favorite vegan food? I would say air. Is that is that, that chips. food, isn't it? Al, You can answer that. I mean we know it's not croissants, Al. We know <coughs> it's not croissants. I think I um, think I
1: think there was uh I've got some supporters in the audience they've been sending through regular screenshots of vegan croissants from across yeah, the I, world. I, I wasn't
3: it's convinced cracking. by that. I've got I've got to be honest. We in the week, people we got sent a um a post or something. If you've not seen the show, Alan, was it two weeks ago, boys? Alan was caught with a suspect croissant at the um, London Summer Run that he claimed. Oh, there it is. And if you can't see it, obviously, on the podcast, he's got a croissant Always in his on hand. Now, that looks like it's got a Pret-a-Manger piece of paper around it. Now, Alan claims it's from Audi. Now, Audi, and we got sent this this week, do make vegan croissants, apparently, but we seem to suspect that this was not purchased from Audi, so it's, it's out there. And I know, and I know Richard Head was quite angry about it, but uh, we put that to we put that to bed a few weeks ago. But don't worry, he's he's definitely vegan. Don't worry, he's. he's we get back vegan. on the marathon and, questions. Um, oh yeah, um, well yeah, because I want to get on talk about Nike, and I know we have got so much to talk about. this We have got week.
0: other stuff, yeah. So let's crack on.
3: Come on, let's knock a few questions out quick and then we'll get into it. A regular anonymous
1: Facebook user running London and Chelmsford, I think they're two weeks apart. Yeah. They want an idea of what they should be doing in between those races. Recover.
3: Recover. Yeah, I would active recover. I would get get out there, get some uh, blood through the legs, um, use the two weeks to get yourselves back up, get mobile, get uh, fit in the mind, uh, the fact of... You're going to go at it again. I don't know which one you're using as your sort of, let's say, a race out of the two. But I would, yeah, I would get up and get active, active recovery, get some, get some time in the pool, do some yoga, all the stuff that you've probably heard everybody say. But, yeah, just just the most important thing is to get the blood going through those legs. Don't put too much stress on them, you know, and and, and listen to your body, I would say, it, obviously, as always, but just listen to your body. And, and if, if you're still thin a little bit, you know, groggy in your legs then go and do something like swimming or or something you know it's low impact but definitely get yourself up and mobile between the two
1: okay anything else i think think it's time for the nike update
3: oh where do we start right okay people so i don't know if if you don't follow me on instagram it's a nice plug here coming people um at 40 underscore runs and uh yesterday nike came out with the um Alpha Fly, I think they called it nature or something, some old pony name. Anyway, now if you if you've been living in a in a in a in a room the last couple of years, the Nike Alpha Fly is the super shoe that Kipchoge went sub to, and and it's um like a marathon shoe, even though at the Olympics he didn't wear it, but that's another story. So it's the high stacked carbon-plated racing monster from Nike. And it when it came out first, I think it was 265 quid head, I can't remember exactly what it was but it was a truckload of money, right? And everybody back then went, this is ridiculous, but all right, it's going to take time off and all that sort of stuff. So people were buying them. Hayden last week, for example, loves them. And even as uh, as he was running around as a panda. But yesterday, Nike put on sale what they call the Fly Alpha Nature, I think it's called. And what they've done is they've got a load of recycled shoes, into this Alpha Fly. So the Zoom X, hang on, stay there. Sorry, po- podcasters, I've just got an Alpha Fly in my hand. But the Zoom X on the bottom, right, is made of recycled Zoom X now. So they've crushed up all the old shoes, which is, by the way, this is all good stuff from Nike. And they've chucked that into the midsole, right? On the upper is all recycled. I think it's made out of plastic bottles, which is great. This is fantastic. But here's the thing it's 300 quid. Now I think that is an absolute liberty to even ask for someone to pay three hundred quid on a product that's made from used shoes. I it, it, I've done a video on this sustainable stuff, right? Sustainable stuff. It's like, do you remember that I moaned about it before? A pair of shorts, forty-five quid because they're made from sustainable, you know, materials. And I think all the sustainable stuff's good, and that's great. But three hundred pounds? Let me know in the comments. Who would pay, well, firstly, 250 quid, but all right, but 300 quid. What What planet are Nike on? I think they take, yeah, thanks, Toby, just put it up, 295 quid. So by the time you get it back, I mean, it's not even a nice looking shoe, but it's got this uh, 3D printed upper out of plastic bottles. And the back of it, if you look, somebody on Instagram put some um, detailing, some really close-up shots. The way they've glued it together, it looks like it's going to fall apart in about two minutes. 300 pounds people can you tell me in the comments why are you sick and tired of nike and please don't tell me you're buying brooks from 1987 but would you pay 300 pounds i just think it's disgusting and somebody should be shot at nike oh that's so well if bad. you're
0: gonna spend that you're gonna spend it aren't you i mean nobody's pointing a gun at your head and said you've got to pay 300 pounds for a pair of trainers
3: this is a good point in this is a very good point No one is making you part with the money. That is a very, very good point. And it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, But yes, you're absolutely right. No one is forcing anybody uh, to pay that money. But I do think it is a bit of a Mickey take to ask 300 quid for what is the same shoe as the other one, but with recycled bits in it. You're paying 50 quid for a bit of, you know, risk cut up trainer. Just... I mean,
0: the whole Kip chogi thing was just manna from heaven for him, wasn't it? And th- yeah. from a publicity point of view, because he went out on the Monday, they said, these are the trainers he got. And then you couldn't get them for love nor money because they were flying off the shelf because everybody wanted a pair. You yeah. know, the, the whole sort of, I mean, I'm no trainer expert, but the whole carbon thing sort of like just went on from there, didn't it? And now everybody's yeah. feels like they've got to have a pair and And, so i I do think it's it is the age-old thing and we did do this yeah didn't we but were we on the pod and we might have still been on clubhouse when we was talking about the 45 pound pair of shorts weren't we but yeah the fact that is they're environmentally friendly you know they are marketed as a sustainable product and in this day and age everybody you know people do want to you know do their bit And, yeah. you know, make this a consideration in the thing. But they're not making it particularly easy by charging that sort
3: of money. No, and then and then sending them out to you in plastic, uh, in those shorts, for example, sent out in a plastic bag. So, well done on that front. Oh, it you mad. But anyway, I feel much better talking about that now. I, I do, because that was – that. I saw that yesterday and I went – because I'm on a bit of an anti-Nike march at the moment anyway, at the moment, because I just think that their, their shoes, just the quality, is terrible. I've got a new pair arrived. Mm. This morning. Um, I'm gonna wear them tomorrow, the Zoom fly falls. And they again they look like they've been glued together by a four-year-old. It's just disgusting, you know, and they're 140 odd quid if you go on the Nike website. So I'm just I'm sick and tired so, of Nike.
0: So you're falling out with Nike and you've fallen out with Adidas. Who do you like,
3: mate? Puma Sketches. <laughs> it was obvious, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go. And I'm trying to get out because um in the home, right, they get you. They're allowed to walk around in slippers. So sketches make these really comfy slippers, and I'm trying to get sketches to send him a pair for when he's in the home and stuff. And because they, they, he sits. If you go and visit our, Al, he's always sitting in the same chair, looking outside where he used to be able to go out. Can't now? They, they won't let him out. Um, but now, yeah. So they put him in his chair because he, get, he gets a bit mischievous in, in the morning. So um, yeah. yeah, he's been uh, rocking them Nike Crocs, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. All oh, my listening, I'm a size man.
1: twelve. Max yeah, Rose we must ask reference.
3: you how you
0: got on doing the Bridges last week. Because oh, I saw some great pictures. Oh, the the Crocs Challenge,
1: I yeah. I, I might be wearing my slippers now, but uh, uh, <laughs> the, camera, the camera can't see my feet and I stand under the table. No, the, the Crocs Challenge was a brilliant weekend. Well, it was Sunday. Um, but it was about 35 40s. Uh We met up uh, near Putney. I think we did 12 or 14 Bridges across 13 miles and it was one of those days where there was no chat about pbs there was no chat about carbon plates um it was all just good fun and banter um and we ended up in a pub
3: so you know i love it it was incredible Um, incredible did you see the pictures
0: yeah, it looked like everyone was having a great time.
3: Yeah, it just shows you what the community is about, you know, people coming together, new faces all getting together, doing something awesome. I love it, you know. Uh, it, it just it just blows my mind, um, just seeing people together and having fun. Uh, and no stress, no hang-ups like Al was saying. It just, yeah, it was just fantastic. It was nice. Uh, what Al told me was there was new faces coming along. It's great that we get all the regulars and all that, and that's, that's fantastic that they've made friends and stuff like that, but new people coming out. And getting involved as well is even more special. So, yeah, that, that was amazing. So, thanks, guys. I know Stu is in Berlin and organised that as well. So, thank you very much, Stu, for putting all that together. It was lovely to see. Um, so, uh,
0: along those lines, Christopher, then we've got um big announcement about Christmas yesterday.
3: Yeah, we do. We've got the jingle jog. I mean, this is again, it's just funny you talk about um, <laughs> but that one's making your favourite. But, yeah, if, if anybody wants to, to get involved, it's, uh, it's, it's not a race. But we're putting on a, effectively what like the Secret Santa, uh, what they call secret runs do. We thought we would organise that and put that on for the people in London. It's obviously organised with, with run leaders, so it's all ensured it's done properly. Uh, and that's the important thing, so people are safe. That's the key thing, I think, especially with the pandemic and everything that's going on. It was important that we did it properly and uh, put everything in place to make sure everybody is safe and have a good time. But yeah, we, we're going to be running um, some people around London, uh, which is kind of cool. It's the sort of thing that... We're trying to do a little bit more of, if we can. We've got some amazing plans for next year, which I can't talk to you about because we're talking to local authorities um, about next year. We've got two really big ideas for next year that we're trying to to get together so, to offer, you know, the club members, the community members, but obviously bring people in from outside. And we're, we're really excited about the work we're doing on that. So this is the first of, of many things that we're working on. There is a charity attached to this event as well, as always, with everything we do. It's, it's always for, for, for other people. It's like the clubs, non-profit, um and this uh, any profits that are made go to charity as well so it's it's all along the same sort of lines that we do so and of course, we're of super course excited. On, Fridays,
0: on Fridays you know we talk about marathons and training and all that sort of thing but that is not even the half of what the 40 runs community is all about it is about really? people getting out and having yeah. it you know enjoying themselves meeting up with people and having a good time in it
3: yeah exactly that's what we're all about having having fun we start them off with the kids you know four years old you know that, that we it's all about fun and having, having a good time and using running to get fit, and we take them all the way through to the seniors. you know we do a walking group here, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's not just your you know you 3 a strolling along having a chat, like I took them out on Thursday and they had to walk as fast as they could for 45 minutes. They were absolutely blowing at the end of it, uh, and they went for it, so it doesn't matter whether you're 70 or four. It's ultra inclusive and it's for everybody, and it's it's but it's having fun while we're doing it, and that's that's what we're all about. And I, I just I just love it. And I say that, and you know, that's, I I felt felt that love yesterday again from Alan after he gave me a pet talk. It's just amazing. I, I love it. Absolutely. I'll just love bring
0: it. Eddie in on that. You know, how how's the community sort of helped you in your sort of
2: running journey, mate? So I guess I I've been like, I wouldn't say a founding member, but I've been in the group for a good few years now, and I think I met. I think it was as simple as me posting up a message saying, does anyone know anywhere decent to park in Stratford before a race? And I think I think uh, it was Matt Della come back and said, oh, there's a few of us meeting here, XYZ. Exactly. Yeah. Someone said the sensible answer. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then met, met up with Chris, met up with Matt, and uh, I think Billy was there as well and a few others, Sue and uh, we ended up running that 10k together and then it was a time when uh, well everyone was running and all of a sudden it was meeting up at a race sort of virtually every other week and then of course living fairly local in, in Hertfordshire ended up getting involved a bit of well um, a bit of a bit of, bit of time on my hand a couple of years ago with work work wise and that so did a run lead course ended up getting involved with the juniors I remember when I think it was the second junior session that was ever run. There was, like, four kids there, and I think one of them was mine and two of them were Chris's. Yeah? And we just uh, helped out yeah, Now I look at it, Ed.
3: Now and look at it. I've like, 250 kids in Hertfordshire. It's incredible. I'm a bit
2: scared asking how many it's going to be now, because yeah. it's just the <laughs> It is good fun, though. It's yeah, really yeah. good fun. Really rewarding and really good fun.
3: And but, again, um, I'm lucky, you know, people like Eddie... You who know, I met through this pivotal part of everything we do for the runs. And it's like, you know, like we had Hayden last week, Helen, Nettie, all these people, you know, up and down the country who are, you know, willing to give in their time. You know, it's incredible. It's, it, it's amazing. Really is absolutely amazing.
0: It, it, it's great to hear. And, you know, it's great to be a part. I find it great to be a part of it myself. So Al, we've got a few more questions then, mate.
1: Yeah, but before we do, quick shout out to Ray, Ray Sellers, the happy jogger. I think he was a bit late and he might have been having a a, a late breakfast, but he's he's back in on the show. <laughs> ah, hello, Ray. Welcome, Ray. Good to see you again. Um, and we just got a point of clarity. Uh, Gary Kay has asked, How many pairs do you get for three hundred pounds? So obviously <laughs> you've get, you get got <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five. Uh, that- on a, oh. Yeah, on a serious note, we've we've got some questions. Um Geordie Lisa, I think we kind of know that's probably Lisa McNulty up north. Um, she's got three half marathons booked, but has lost her mojo. So, tips and advice just to, to get back out and get back on your feet. What do you say, Chris?
3: I would See, say if you've you got
1: time constraints, you've got a family and you've got a busy life. How do you pack it all in?
3: Yeah, I think you just got to set yourself a daily goal. Um, I know it's hard if you, if you are stuck in terms of. I can't remember, Lisa, if, if how close the Northeast uh, Satellite Group is to you, uh, and whether that's doable. I know the Northeast is a big place. I appreciate that. Um, maybe Ian or one of the other guys can, can can contact you about that. But if you can't get to that personally, I would just try and get along to to part run if you can, or, or just try and set yourself daily goals, daily targets of doing something. And it's whether it's I'm going to go and run a uh, twenty minutes without me watch, and I'm going to run. 40 minutes without me watch and i'm gonna stick the long run podcast on i'm gonna go and run for an hour but yeah so give you just yourself daily daily little tasks to do um give yourself goals for the week is another way of doing it try and meet someone to run with it's a great thing like you know uh as i said to you I, even yesterday when i was when i was struggling um just with outside of running you know just out coming around you know it's just that that interaction and where i've had those medical problems that i've really been struggling with um just having tobe around just to come out there and feel sorry for me for a couple of hours makes a it makes a huge difference so maybe try and get someone to run with if possible uh that's another good way of of getting your mojo back
0: lisa i'd say you know it's only a couple of weeks since we were both running around the great north run and having a great time so um you say you've got three half marathons for next year that's a long way. That's a fair old way away. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Just, you know, worry about too far in the future. Just try and get yourself out perhaps a couple of th- couple of times a week, even if it's for a mm. sort of like half hour or so, and just try and keep yeah. yourself ticked. Go time-based. It.
3: Don't look at distance. And, Go time-based. Yeah, and, um,
0: you know, just try and, you know, try your best to uh, look look after yourself mentally as well as physically. And, um, I mean, there's plenty of 40 love out there for you, so I'm sure, yeah. and, I'm sure somebody will be able to, somebody who's a little bit closer to you, geographically we'll be able to reach out to you and uh, yeah. help you along if you're having a bit of a sticky patch. So, and um, One more, Al?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Elaine, Elaine Bunting. Sounds like she's been on the injury bench for a little while, recovering from a hip fracture. So Ooh. hope you're feeling better, Elaine. Um, but she's looking to come back, couch to 5K. Should she go out and get a gait analysis before she sets off on that programme?
3: Oh. Well, two things, right? Two things. Uh, Ed's going to talk about this gait analysis because we were talking about this in the week and it's really interesting what Ed's had done so it's great leading on to that uh, to answer the question personally I would just get back running first and build some sort of stamina within you know your muscles and all that kind of stuff and build yourself up because you may give yourself or, or the gait analysis may give the wrong impression of you know where you are in terms of your strength. I would I would probably get into the fat couch to 5K, get through it maybe, and then go and do it. So then you go on to your next step. That's not to say that the catch to 5K is not going to be hard or anything like that. Or you know, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying for you personally to come back from some form of surgery, I would just worry about getting back running and then get into the gait analysis once you've got comfortable, built some strength, built some stamina. And just sort of finding your feet back again. Um, that's what I would do, Lane. But I just wish you well. I hope everything goes well in your recovery. But nice bridgeway to Eddie. Go. Hello.
2: Right. So, yeah, with the gate, you know, I've um so I've been running what five years and I've always had my gate measured in trainer shops, if you like. And I've never been that trusting of them. Just because I've literally done it in the same afternoon where I've gone in two shops. One of them's told me I pronate, one of them's told me I don't pronate. You know, I've always thought there's something there. I'm not saying they're all like that. I'm sure there are some really good ones, and I've found a really good one in the end. But one of the things, obviously, where I've ramped my miles up. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Considerably during this marathon training block, and I started to get a little niggle in my right foot, and I was getting worried that it might be the trainers i've chosen to wear for the marathon or one of the sets of tra- trainers i was wearing in my training so i thought i'm gonna start sort of tapering weeks off by actually going to get this looked at just in case i'm doing something that's going to impact the next two weeks and make it a lot worse so i went over and booked into a to a proper physiotherapist or so perfect balance place it was called where they do a really really deep deep dive if you like on my feet i've never had someone so many pictures and scans of my feet taken in one moment over by a, by a physiotherapist. So basically, you'd go it. You went in, and it was all done. It wasn't done on a treadmill. It was done on like a metal plate on the floor that you take all your shoes and socks off, stand on it, and it scans the so- scans the soles of your feet to see how you stand normally, and then they'll, you'll walk barefoot, and then you'll run a bit barefoot, and then you'll basically work through maybe your work shoes your daily trainers, your race trainers, any other, any, literally any shoes. She did say I could have taken my slippers as well, which did make me chuckle earlier. (laughs) Yeah, because a lot of, in the last year, people's, what what the lady said was very sensible. In the last year, a lot of people's footwear has changed what they've been wearing daily. You know, so some people are wearing slippers all day now and that's impacted their natural gait, (laughs) whereas they might have been wearing a nice pair of work shoes before, if you like, an out. Walking about a lot more.
3: <laughs> I've just realized, Ed, sorry, I'm laughing because of your snipper comments. I've just realized, and this is a great topic, but I'm gonna go completely off of it. And I really apologise, Ed. We'll come back straight back to it. <laughs> but Al got, did he name himself, right? If you're watching on the podcast, right? Everybody's got a name, right? So I've got Fordy, we've got Wilco, Toby, Eddie, right? Now, who wrote Alan's? Did he write his own? He wrote he's put on now. Pace it out because he's going all big time, and he's running, he's running <laughs> 225 around Hackney. Please, everybody who's running the Hackney half, please, whatever you do, forget about what time you want to run. Please, just go and run 225 on Sunday and just annoy him for two hours of 25 minutes. It'll make my weekend. But sorry, Ed. No, what Ed's saying is. Was really interesting in terms of, and it was the, it was the sort of the the feedback about your toes, Edwin. It you were telling me, yeah. So
2: when I stood there, basically, you look at the scans of my the bottom of my feet and my right foot, perfectly normal. But the scan, my like three of my toes don't touch the ground when I stand up; they're not there. So I can use my toes more, basically, to to mm. to balance and like all mm. through and interestingly there was a slight pronation there when i walked i've actually got better running form than i have walking form
3: amazing and it's all and it's all from it's all from this this stuff and it's just it's 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 incredible Um, and and to be honest like i i did the video when i went to asics they invited me up there i've mentioned it before they didn't go into this sort of depth so you know it was good i told everybody it was good and i said how it but it just, just tell the guys, though, how much did you have to shell out? Yeah, it
2: weren't cheap. It was 70 quid for 45 minutes, you know. And well, it's not bad it for 45 was, minutes. It was 45 minutes, yeah. I mean, you think it's not that much more expensive than, like, a sports massage or something like that. It's not mm. – it's along the same lines. And it was. I mean, I could have tried on probably eight or nine pairs of shoes if I'd wanted to, mm. you know, and a different analysis for each pair, Yeah, So it was yeah, as many – and- Many and out, of,
3: out of interest, we had a comment from David. Um, did your gait analysis change after the few beers uh, that, you, uh, that you've been uh, after a few beers later? Because apparently you've well, been on the beer while we're doing the live just, stream. It's
2: just a, yeah, it's it's a beer like when Wogan
0: interviewed George Best, isn't it? You
3: know, it's just part of the taper, Chris. You wouldn't get this on Loose Women. They, you, I reckon they probably do under the table. They've got a cheeky sherry under there, are not they? Al, do they drink sherry at the home?
1: Um, only <laughs> on is Friday, Friday, after only the
3: podcast. The is that, so is that before
1: or after drafts? It's before backgammon.
3: <laughs> <ate me. laughs> right, what's next, Ian? Because we've got a packed schedule.
0: Yeah, um, I wanted to talk about the baggage situation at the... Uh-huh. Um, what do you call it? Raw Parks. Royal Parks. Royal Parks. Because oh. they are actually opening up a baggage station for an hour for people to get pre-book who are going to have an overnight bag. You've got to pay for that. I'm not sure. They hadn't I, Donna Bank sent an email to us. Donna, um, let it, us know.
3: We've got to pay for that. Please. It doesn't oh. say
0: you have to book it. Mm. But um yeah, I suppose the problem is that they've caught that they've got is that um obviously the start and the um and the end aren't in the same place. So it's not like we went to the great North run and it was great because they had a huge marquee and you put your bag in there and it just stayed there and there was no problems. So at
3: Where is it? Cause I'm, I'm doing it, but I ain't got a clue. Well, it
0: starts at green park, but ends in Hyde park. That's the issue.
3: Mm. So it's a
0: bit to. like, you know, and obviously the marathons having the same problems. I think mm. with events that start and end in the same place, mm it's fine but somebody's got to find a bit of a solution to this because it's a bit all over the place
3: yeah i just i just think like anything they've 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 gone too early on this 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 like london marathon events with their covid secure non-covid secure um expo running show can you buy a load of rubbish before you do a marathon oh but can you drop your bag off oh here's an interesting thing that ed and i spoke about uh, and it's similar sort of thing if um now this i'm not saying to Just put this clear, right? Absolutely clear. And I am not telling you to do this. And anybody who does this should be arrested, okay? But what is to stop you, if you are something wrong with you, going to the uh, COVID Secure um, running show, right? Putting all your stuff in. Starting the race. Jumping on a tube or grabbing an Uber at whatever mileage waiting about four hours, walking down the mall, going to get your bag and you've got your medal. What's to stop you? I mean, again, you've got to have something wrong with you if you're going to prepare to do that. But there are so many numpties out there. Right? We've seen it where people jump over numbers, switch this, do this, cheat here, paste this, all this kind of stuff. And they Again, like Royal Parks, I think they caused the problem for themselves by trying to be too clever in a way. Mm. and it's the same thing with this is it's just it's just madness you're outside right i appreciate the world at the moment with the pandemic it is crazy and it's dangerous where everybody where we are and we're lucky to be doing races and events because you know over the winter they might get shut down again whatever but it's just madness they're almost doing what toby does with everything and over engineering it they're overthinking and over complicating the process it's outside. It worked OK from what everybody said at the big half. And it worked OK from what everybody said at this London summer, winter. we has got three different names run that went, took place. You know, it seemed to work. And and I don't know what the outcome of that in terms of, you know, how COVID was spread and all that sort of stuff. But I just think they've gone mad. And now they've realised that they've, they've dropped one, so they put this hour slot out. Can you imagine how busy that's going to be? Because you've got people who fly over for this event, even though you're not meant to be flying, but people come in and from other areas of the country, because, funnily enough, the England is not just London, right? So people do travel in, and they have to stay over. So they've just gone, oh, maybe we do need it. So it's just, it's just mm. madness. These people have got no common sense, none whatsoever. And, and it's, like, it's open between 7 and 8 in the morning, so you've got to get there anyway on a Sunday. And it's like this water thing no. they said about the waters, right? That they're, they're, I remember we did the Royal Parks and they got rid of all the plastic. And that's fantastic, getting rid of all the plastic and all that, right? And they're reducing the water stations apparently this year. But what that does, that creates loads of paper cups. We ran down the mail and it was like, it was mush all on the floor. Someone's got to clear that up uh, and, and sweep all that. Well, what are the machines that are going to be doing that? And where's that stuff then go? It goes into plastic bags. It doesn't make any sense they're just doing it for pr there's no common sense about it none whatsoever it's, it's the world's gone mad mm. i just wish these people would would just stop and think for a second about how it would realistically work in the real world because they ain't. i mean yeah, again they're
0: trying to things to all men aren't they and it's getting a bit you have to make hard decisions
3: and our pre- Yeah, it's hard decisions and they want to get the races and events. They've got to get them insured. They've got to do their COVID risk assessments and all that stuff. And I, and honestly, I, t- I really do take my hat off to them to getting these events up and running because, you know, we as runners, we, we want to run and we want to race. So thank you very much for putting these races and doing it and trying to make it as safe as you can, and especially all the volunteers, the people who've got to take these bags in and stuff. Thank you. But at some point, you know, you've got to stop and think to yourself, like London Marathon Events. Maybe we have done this a bit wrong. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just, it's just madness. Absolutely. You think next week, right? Because we've all had our numbers out for Expo next Saturday. You think how busy that's going to be? All those people inside getting their race numbers and handing their bags over. It just, it, it, it defies logic, people. It defies. Lo- oh, great segue again. See, well, I'm really good at this. I'm now leading angry. into another yeah. subject. It's like we it's like we're almost. You would think that we were so highly ranked in certain countries for our podcast, wouldn't you? How this is what the are, Slovaks
0: love. They love the way that you link in all these different yeah, subjects. Yeah, we, we sort of link That's into That's why this we're thing. second and 16th in the general sports podcast in Slovakia.
3: It's, it's incredible. Now, so what I want to know is in the comments, I think I put it in there earlier, what do we think of the London Marathon um, medal? Now, no, you don't have to be running the London Marathon people because some people have done it in the past. Or, you know, what do you think? How does it look? What do you think? And what do you think about the fact of what Eddie told me just before we came on air, that if you're running London and running the virtual, you're getting the same medal. Now, what do we think about that? Now, we all know that the virtual London Marathon is a great way of getting people involved and doing it in other charities, uh, another way of raising a lot of money for charity, which is fantastic. Also, don't forget the amount of money that the London Marathon events are going to make out of it, 50,000 medals, 50,000 times about six or seven quid profit. um, Sorry, uh, six or seven pound a medal, then plus... You know, because it's 25 quid. You work out the profit. Let me know in the comments. But do you think that they should be getting the same medal? I, I don't know the answer. I mean, let me know. I mean... What, what another do Another
0: thing think? that somebody, somebody's just popped up, and I, I subscribe to this thing. Someone said they don't want to see it until they get it. I don't yeah. like it when I'm doing a race and people are sort of like, oh, this is the medal you're going to get. I'd That's quite cool. like to be surprised when I cross the finish line and say, you know, I'm not going to be underwhelmed and disappointed when I get a medal, but I'd quite like to, i quite like to it to be a bit of a surprise. I don't need to know what my Christmas present is going to be before the day.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not either way on this one. I think, it, I think it's difficult. I mean, I've done the virtual, so I, I, I feel like I can comment on it from someone who's done both physical and virtual. And for me, I think it would have been nice if they had done slightly different medals uh, for both, instead of worrying about their their profit, um, uh, but more worrying about, you know, actually distinguishing. Because I think what people are doing on the virtual one is incredible, you know, that they're going out and they're doing that. And like Russell's a great example of this. Uh, Russell from our local club in Broxbourne. I think what he's doing is amazing. He had some medical problems. He got a bit injured, blah, blah, blah. And what he's going to be doing on the day is he's going to go out and do half marathon in, in the morning. And then in the afternoon, he's going to go and finish the rest of his kids. They're going to do bits and bobs of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. And, it, and you know, and the charities that are going to benefit the extra 50,000 people that hopefully are raising money for charity through it, that's incredible. Um, and I think that should be acknowledged some way, that, it, that you know, you've done it a different way and, it, and it's a little bit different. I just think personally that would have been a cool thing to do. But, again, it's, again, London Marathon events, it all comes down to how much money they can get out of us, I think, unfortunately.
2: What do you think now, Ed? I get it because the slogan this year is we run together, which is why they're using it for virtual and for the main event. But I just think of some of the examples. So I know that because we ran the virtual last year and I ran it, well, we ran it like a marathon as best we could in one go. But there were people who did some amazing things last year. They might have driven around a county and done a different park run for every three miles and stuff like that. But that might have taken all day. And ultimately they did get in a car, but a lot of times so is that the same as running around the streets of london i don't know you know yeah i like someone's put in the comments actually i quite like maybe having a different ribbon on the medal yeah. so you can distinguish good idea this, this was the live event this was the virtual event something like that you know because you you're doesn't still take Eva anything away from the
0: achievement of either no i don't no no, no exactly no,
2: there's nothing wrong with either they're both amazing achievements like you say but
0: it's okay I I'll tell
2: a you. people a lot of people will run London once in their life around the yeah. streets of London, yeah you know? and if next year they can get that medal for twenty quid or there are going to be a lot of people who are running the live London who are also in the virtual ones, that so they're going to number two medals mm. you know so there's going to be a lot of these medals floating about now, a lot not of people a once in a lifetime experience, but my wife is doing it this year, she's not going to run it next year, she's going to do mm. one marathon in her life. Mm.
3: And yeah um, it spe- it should be special really should yeah it, it should but i tell you, okay, so what about what about Ian so I'll put it to you like this in a different context, so the great north run, yeah the great north run was was virtual and mm-hmm. physical. how would you feel when you when you rocked up and you you know you went up the mountain that was the great north run two thousand twenty one course, but and then somebody living in south end went up and down the seafront uh, a couple of times. And over the day, and again, I'm not taking anything away from that, all right? Because probably a chance they're doing it for charity. So thank you very much. But how how would you feel about you know? The well, difference?
0: just I, to be honest, I mean, just as I'm not worried about people who take two hours longer than me to do it or an hour shorter than me to do it, I'm not really I'm not really worried. I just think about my own achievement, and I'll I'd be quite happy with that. I wouldn't be too worried about what other people have done and the way that they've earned their thing. I mean, I just. I'm just pretty laid
3: back about it, really. I'm not too worried. Yeah, I think that's the way be, maybe Maybe we're taking it all too far, and we're, and we, you know, like well, I, do, I, do to, think,
0: I think a ribbon distinction or something like that would be, yeah, would be quite nice.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. There's a lot to be said for that. Is it there's more important things in life like getting petrol and things like that to worry about. And you are you know, getting on in that queue, by the way? You must be near yeah, the front I'll, by now. We've done 49 minutes. Yeah, let us know if you if you email us at the what's the email address, type if you if you've listened to the podcast um, in a petrol queue, yeah. email us and we'll we'll mention you in a couple of weeks when I get round to the emails. <laughs> you know, when, yeah, when, when we go, the crisis okay, is what,
0: all over.
3: What's type drink? Type what are you drinking? Ah, oh, I oh. thought we had a pint. Then I know he's got oh, a cheeky no. little uh, no, dominoes no. down by his side that Milo's eating most of what? it. Hey? What? That's that's, um, that's race fuel for tomorrow. Race fuel. We ain't racing. We're you your donut. No, oh. I, we're racing. I, oh, racing. he's getting carried away again. We're getting and chauffeur and... driven to park run tomorrow. Did you did you know? We've got a Mercedes picking us up eight thirty, taking us to park run tomorrow. Hashtag oh. Sabrina Taxis. <laughs> and we gonna a, bad, run with her. Happy like, like, birthday, Sabrina!
0: By the way, for the other oh, day, yeah. missed yeah. out on Tuesday. Didn't come to Hartford. Was at the dam or at Tamerity to go out for a birthday. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, now we've invited Eddie along and we've done over fifty minutes so we haven't done his lightning round questions yet, so we better get our yeah, get on it. exciting right. gear and get on with that, Al.
3: Roll the tiles.
1: Welcome back, Eddie. I know. It's a safe place, don't worry, mate. <laughs> they've gone off to they've gone off to refresh. So we'll, we'll do the lightning round, shall we? So I don't know if you've heard this before, but you know all the answers, trust me. But I'm going to fire them at you as quick as I can. Short, snappy answers. So, bucket list race?
2: Um, Comrades Marathon.
1: Okay, good one. Pre-race breakfast? Uh, Overnight Oats. Favourite distance?
2: Half Marathon.
1: Okay. Next one's a bit controversial, and I think the answer changes when Chris is on it, depending on what we're discussing. But Adidas or
2: Nike? (laughs) <laughs> uh, Adidas
1: yeah I'm with you on that one there's not many of us favourite brand of running shorts
2: New Balance
1: okay Coke or Pepsi Coke summer training or winter training summer road or trail road your one song playlist remember you've got to listen for this to up to four hours so it better be good
2: Ooh, one song taste Uh, can I choose a book
1: (laughs) only if it's an audio book go on then
2: yeah no no my one song would be uh, probably if it was one song over and over again it would be the theme for the London Marathon I can't remember the name of it just because that really does you can't listen to that a lot
1: and and the final question is always the most important Alan Smith or Ian Wright Uh, Ian Wright all the time 100% Toby run the credits thank you Eddie
3: Oh, two words, short and snappy. That's all I'm saying. Now, yeah, three words. Oh, yeah, true, yeah, yeah, true. So, see, and, put in an extra word, so you can't even do it yeah. himself. See, and I'm not, and I'm not getting into the North London derby today because you boys. I'm not talking to you after oh. after this finishes. I'm not talking to you till Monday. So leave me alone.
0: Well, the way things are going, I won't be talking to him after Monday either but um yeah that's true so, oh, uh,
3: hang on hang on hang on sorry hey, uh j- just to john Burgess sharp face for the super chat thank you very much sorry Cheers, john that.
0: thank you very much um now did we see the story down at bristol this week about the guy who ran was ran a half mar- won the half marathon one half marathon but he was only entered for the 10k he went the wrong way
3: <laughs> yeah what? i saw that and i'll tell you i'll tell you uh, my brother-in-law we did a uh, an event in, in Hertfordshire. <laughs> it was around the Lee Valley. Um, Al, just a uh, heads up. And, uh, he got, he got lost and he, had, he was doing the five K, uh, no 10 K and he ended up running about, I think he ended up running about <laughs> <laughs> 25 K. He
0: didn't
3: win it. He didn't win it.
0: i got a great story here from, um, so we've got a great one from Kalila, uh, McHale, I hope I've pronounced the name right. I'll read it out. It's quite long, but it's a good tale. In 2019, I ran the rock and roll Madrid half marathon. I'm a slow runner and their cutoff time was about 10 minutes less than it would take me. Plus, i had been injured and hadn't run for a few weeks. Within 5K, the sweeper bus was chasing me and it finally caught me around 10K. I declined to be swept, so they said I could run at my own risk, which was fine. There was a small group of us at this point. I was leading and ran up and over paths, then realized I should have gone under. I tried to climb over and climb down, but it was a bit high. So another runner caught me. I was following green and yellow lines on the road. Then they split and I followed the green. Well, you know what's coming? That was the marathon line. I didn't realize quite for quite a while I'd run over a few. I got almost got run over a few times. So me and a Spanish lady stuck together. I don't speak Spanish. She didn't speak English. She got fed up and started walking. So I ended up walking with her. As we approached 13 miles, we were in central Madrid, not the park we should have been finishing in and that's when I realized I'd followed the wrong line a policeman shouted at me for not knowing Madrid better and the metro was closed with no open roads so I had to get google maps on my phone to find the park I found it had to ask to be followed through a gate to get to the finish line which uh, uh, but I was the wrong side of it so I collected my medal and goodie bag and then ran across the finishing line to turn around and finish officially I needed to as I wanted an medal for racing in two countries in the same year. My half marathon was over 15 miles. and It took me an extra
3: hour to complete. What Jeez. a great tale. That's a great story, isn't it? That is a great. And, and is, did you say that was the rock rock and roll? One? Yeah, rock and roll half marathon in Madrid. Yeah, because they just cancelled um, next year in Liverpool, didn't they? So, but yeah, I mean, that's a story, isn't it, in itself. Blimey. That is what so would you great. feel like if you'd if done that? I mean, I, I don't know what I would do. I suppose just get on with it, didn't you?
0: It's just a race that never ends, isn't it? You know, you got—you just have to be philosophical about it all, really, and just put it down as a bit of an adventure. At least you saw a bit of Madrid.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And and you know what? Hey, and again, we are getting so good on this show—like so good on this Um, show—how that nicely goes into our next question (laughs) from David about overseas. Marathons. Oh. Now, I would just say before, and if you missed the podcast um from the other from the other week, uh Bill has emailed me details of the half marathon in Vegas. Um, but he's just waiting confirmation of the suite in Caesars Palace. We've gone for Caesars Palace, um, but we're just waiting for confirmation. So if anybody else wants to sign up for yeah. the um Las Vegas half marathon, the rock and roll thingy. We're doing it, but we don't know the exact dates because Bill's just sorting out the suite in Caesar's yeah. Palace. But we're booked on 40 uh, uh, runs. That.
0: Does the Hangover?
3: Yeah, that's basically Go ahead, we're going. So good. Oh, and uh, David, thanks for the super chat. Appreciate it. But okay, let's get into David's questions. So, overseas marathons, great way to finish. So, would Madrid is with Madrid marathon? Anyone fancy that? Let us know in the comments, people. You're you're uh, overseas marathons. But what about you, boys? Um, Madrid for a marathon.
0: I don't know, a bit old, it? I'm down to do Frankfurt. I've still got a place in Frankfurt for next year. Well, well. Berlin's going on this yeah. weekend, isn't it? Yeah, Berlin this weekend. Berlin. Everyone loves because everybody smashes the times there because it's as flat as a pancake. Ed, you'd be down for Berlin, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, I've deferred till next year because I've got the London place. So London this year, Berlin next year because they're still a week apart next year, aren't they? So. Yeah. yeah, so I've, yeah. I've
0: got, um, yeah, Frankfurt's, um, that'll be touch wood if everything's still, you know, if we continuing our um, recovery, then um, that'll be my um, autumn marathon for next year. I think. Have you done Frankfurt, Al?
1: Yeah, I've done Frankfurt and Berlin, and they're, you know, Frankfurt is a bit weird because you finish inside, but it is a yeah, real finish uh, inside.
0: Uh, like there, yeah, so running
1: into the Royal Albert Hall to finish a marathon, but that's a bit weird. And if you're doing Berlin, don't stop at the Brandenburg Gate. That is not the end of the marathon. You've yeah. still got point two to go. <laughs> I <laughs> know uh, we had some controversy the other week with Brighton. Don't stop at the gate. But, yeah, I've got a couple already booked in for 2022. I've got Amsterdam and Copenhagen. So, Oh,
3: well, um, well Amsterdam is in three weeks after London, isn't it? And yeah, I found well, out I don't that one of my, run, it, my, it?
1: my injury, but I've got them booked in for next year's. But on top of that, somewhere hot, I think. What about, yeah, further afield? afield?
3: What about LA? LA's got a good marathon, apparently.
1: Well, there's one down in uh, Southern California. Um, oh. The name
3: well, Where's Ray? It's
1: the Big Sur, the Big Sur Marathon. It's normally right. in April, so I think I'm going to be too late for 22, but maybe 23. You run down Ocean Drive and you see all the waves crashing off the, the Pacific, so I fancy that. How about you, to? Toe? How hey
3: about you, Toe? Good question.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm liking the sound of these American ones.
3: It looks like he's going to fall asleep, boys. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm are you, are you oh, in a yeah. car yeah. coma?
3: Have you have you had Quite too many enough. carbs today with that fat pizza you had?
2: No, it's only medium, actually. I didn't don't even go tell
3: lies. Off. All right, I tell really? you what. Let us know in the comments. Do we think Toby's telling the truth? Was it a medium pizza or not? I guarantee it wasn't. There's no way you went medium. Not.
0: Uh, a big old this, dog.
3: Yeah, no, there's no way you went medium. Not for someone who has an, an extra large flip belt. There's no way you went medium on that pizza. Yeah, let's have my small flip belt, don't you? So toes tobe, Like in America, Ed, what was your, Ed, I can't remember what you said, Ed. Comrades. Said, Ed. comrades. So it's it's comrades.
2: comrades, but it's ultra, in it, in South Africa.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I said, that'd be quite nice, South Africa overseas. Yeah, they, do. Oh, they, do an
2: uphill. they have an uphill year and then a the downhill year, didn't they? And they say you're not, you've you not truly done Comrades until you've done the up and the down. So you have to do it two years in a row. What
3: about that? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what would be a good marathon, but I don't even know if it exists. Ow, there you go! Oh, tight out, out. This is the next race we could do. But if you start in Turkey, can't you go from like yeah. Middle East to Europe or something like that? We could go across continents if we did a marathon. Yeah, we go to
0: Syria. That'd be a good crack, wouldn't
3: it? <laughs> <laughs> Run around Afghanistan. <laughs> you
2: wouldn't stop running, though, would you? <laughs> that's, no, that's true. true yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that midnight one as well in Norway. You know, I forget what it's. Called. Oh yeah, that looks Right at the top of Norway. Yeah, start, you start at midnight, but it's daylight because of the oh, time year
3: and the, where you are in the mm. world. Well, I reckon some
2: weird
3: stuff. Goes on. On. I reckon that some weird good. stuff goes on, boys. When when it's meant to be dark and it's light, I reckon weird stuff happens. <laughs> Let me know in the comments if you ever been anywhere and weird stuff has happened. It's Not running related. It doesn't have to be running related. <laughs> but has anything weird happened? Al, you, would, okay. Al, I've got a question. I've got a question for you, Al. When you ran inside at Frankfurt and you finished yeah. your side, did you have to turn off your hearing aids? Yeah, you get a
1: lot of electrostatic feedback.
3: Got to so you to be careful. <laughs> all the flashing strobe lighting. It is a hazard. You know, game yeah. a bit of a turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Right, uh, well, I tell you what, I'm not being funny, but, boys, it's, it's over an hour today, this you show, an and hour. we've done no emails, right? We yeah. haven't talked about any of the questions, really, that we've had from all these lovely people that have come in. Most of that's my fault because I went on a rant and rave at the start, as usual. So I, I apologise for that, Eddie, for coming on and, you know, not being able to speak to Ed much about stuff. But, yeah, oh, more importantly, everybody toe is going that you went large. And I want people, I'm going there. It's coming round my house tomorrow because we're doing part run. We're getting uh, a limo service, uh, hashtag Sabrina Taxis. I want that box come round my ass. I want to see evidence that that was medium. There's no way that's medium and you get into a large flip belt not on your
2: life 100% medium
3: uh hang on uh Chris Ford can we please get a shout out to the GNR 40 support crew my girls Taylor Miley uh it's probably pronounced that wrong and Brianne they stood at Hayworth uh with signs and 40 power up for our Jordan uh Geordie So yeah massive love and I apologize for not pronouncing your names right I am I a complete. there it was absolutely brilliant uh, their own signs
0: out and uh, amazing Thank you very much. It was absolutely fantastic. It was great. So this weekend, Al, you're doing a bit of pacing at
1: Hackney? Yeah, 2.25 at Hackney Half, and I've been practising all week by sticking a broom up my backside so that I get to to feel what it's like.
0: (laughs) I was just thinking whether that bloke who does karaoke all the way around, whether he'd do about 2.25, he could sing Sweet Caroline in your ear for a two and a half. No, I might might do that. I I might
3: come and just do it
1: yeah i i am actually looking forward to it there'll be a few other 40s pacing um and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good laugh i hope yeah but so make sure if you're
0: doing it. the hackney half this week make sure you yeah. say to, hello to our, our 225 there's loads of stuff going on we've already said that people are in berlin this week there's a big race in manchester northampton half marathon big shout out to the 40s in northampton i'm sure a load of them are going to be turning that pink on Sunday. So best of luck with that. Hackney, of course, and there's one in Windsor too. And it's, everything's really cranking up now. Plenty of people have said that they're doing their local 10Ks and stuff like that. So we wish you all the best with that. Thanks for coming along, Ed. Hope no the training worries. goes well. And um, we'll see you before, but um, I'm sure yeah. on behalf of the whole group, we wish you all the best for um, for London. If you beat your wife or not, though,
3: you've got to think about it, mate. You know, is mm. it going to be worth it? Are you going to let her win? <laughs> we'll that that was a yes. That that was the yes <laughs> I'm thinking about not letting her win, that was.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I think you could get a bit competitive with that one. It's lovely to have you along, mate. Thanks ever so much Cheers, for coming. mate Sorry. Hey, can you remember no,
3: the uh, email address?
0: The email address
3: is <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm come on.
0: No, no I can't.
3: <laughs> no, can't. So put it up. Uh, here we go. Oh yeah, long run show. show. Yeah, so send so your you emails can... in. And we might answer them. Yeah, I might actually get around to checking them, but we will. I promise we will, even if we have to do a bonus episode, right, just emails. Yeah, we, we might do an do.
0: email special.
3: Yeah, we might do a long run show email special because you guys are so incredible sending them in. It's just my fault. Well, it's not my fault. Other things have happened this week that are out of my control, and I hope once mm. once I'm back to fully operational, then I'll, I'll get on to it. But longrunshow at gmail.com. We want everything running related, some of it not so much run related. And please send in pictures for Alan um, of vegan food that he's actually allowed to eat. Like croissants wouldn't necessarily be on that list. So just send those in and we can send them, forward them on to Al. I've got his email address so I can spam him of vegan products he is actually allowed to eat, you know, that wouldn't necessarily aren't like croissants. And that's it from me.
0: Yeah. So next week we're back. God knows what we're going to talk about. There's something <laughs> around the middle of London or something the week on yep. Sunday. So maybe we, you know, we might touch upon that, but there'll be other stuff, I'm sure. So you, if you download, you can download us on all the, um, particularly on um, Apple, because we like to get up them charts. We like to know, yeah. particularly if you're in Bratislava <laughs> smash, the fact, yeah. smash your downloads. Or in Oslo, downtown Oslo, we'd like to get up from Ferdinand. But, I mean, seriously, though, fifth fifth most downloaded um, running podcast in the uk you think about some of them big ones that got loads of budget and here we are advertising about on a a friday night yeah it's amazing download us on apple spotify amazon all the usual sort of places or join us here on youtube and facebook at seven o'clock next week wish you all the best of luck with all your running this week any questions anything just bang us a note on facebook and send us an email to the address that i've already forgotten <laughs> at gmail.com, and we'll see you next week you run them cracker. <laughs>